This is Suburban Dope. Yo, what's going on? Andrew Barrow, Suburban Dope. How y'all living, man? How y'all feeling? It is Monday, as you can see. Um, You know, recording is now, so y'all can get the episode. Told y'all I'm giving you two episodes this week, so be prepared for two. Um, The other one is uh, just a nice, fun episode I did with my homie Pat. Um, you know, you'll find out when you listen to it. So you gotta listen to both of them. Man, what a week! What a week, man. This was by far the easiest week of work, which I loved because it's my last, you know, my last week of work. Um, everything is all good now. I am one hundred percent moving. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um. It's exciting. Uh, you know, I got my address, everything. Um, I'm good out here. I'm good. Uh, things are moving in motion. Uh, things are happening. And 2019 is going to be very, very, very interesting. And all of you should be prepared because niggas is going in. <laughs> we going in. Uh, the people I have around me, they move just like me and it's about to be a problem in the best way possible. (laughs) You better know it. You better know it. Oh my God, man. This was literally the easiest week of work. Like I did not give two shits at work this week (laughs) at all. I was just like, I was there doing my thing, but. Knowing the fact that today is my it's literally my last day here, so this is technically my last recording in New Jersey. Pretty wild, Joe. So obviously I'm recording in the car as always. Uh, the one eight hundred junk people, they're here right now because you know we still gotta get rid of a few things. But yeah, this is this is the last episode in Jersey. It's freezing cold in this car, but the next time I record, I'ma be in an apartment. So I'm okay with that, shorty. I'm alright with that, man. I'ma be in an apartment. And I am excited. It's my own apartment. Um I basically went shopping 
in my house because, you know, we had to clear out all the drawers, all the uh, all the cabinets, everything. And my mom literally gave me like all the food in the cabinets. I got like a month and a half, maybe two months worth of food like off rip. So I don't even have to do no crazy shopping. All I got to do is just go get meat like chicken and you know, maybe I want some seafood, maybe I want some some beef, whatever have you, and just cook it with my food. Maybe get a maybe get a few little uh you know, it's like some pesto joints and stuff like that and boom, be good to go. Like I'm good. I got like a bunch of a bunch you know, a bunch of cleaning supplies, um, mad toilet paper, uh, mad paper towels, um, all the towels, all the washcloths, that's all mine. Uh, like it was, this is like, this is going to be a nice, easy transition, I must say. It's an easy transition. And I got mad soap um, and all that. So I don't even have to buy no soap or nothing for like a month. So I'm literally like going to be able to save and get this money and transition into living on my own and paying these bills comfortably and i i can't wait man i can't wait this is exciting um definitely gonna be hooking up my uh getting you know get an account um as soon as i get out there get a bank account do all that because i can finally do that now and yeah it's 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 all happening it's really it's really happening like this is my last day here it's my last day here in jersey right i Look, man, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. It's so wild to me that this year I made this shit happen. Well, I did and, you know, and God, because God got my back. So I can't be I can't be mad at that one bit. And he put things in position for me and, uh, you know, showed me things and. I just, I capitalized on everything, which I've never done before. But this year, I did it, and now we're here. Like, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Tomorrow when I wake up, I'm leaving New Jersey. And that sounds crazy to say, but that's real. I'm leaving. I'm done. Like, you know, my work here is done. (laughs) Got to hang out with go, uh, you know, with dope friends this weekend. That was fun. Um, salute to my homie Nick. Uh, I'm gonna miss him. Definitely gonna miss him. Definitely gonna miss the family. And you know, had a dope ass dinner. He put me on to like, you know, just, just I just you know I just watched him cook a little bit and just see how he get down. Cause I don't cook like that, nigga. I don't I don't really cook like that. But I do know that I don't wanna go out. And, and 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 do this whole fast food thing all the time. I know that much. My New Year's resolution is no fast food for the whole year. Like if I go out with friends or something and we go to a restaurant, that's different. But I don't want to eat fast food no more. It is super duper. The it's it's it's, it's fucking costly. It it catches up to you. It really does. Know what I mean? Say you do ten dollars a day. On like just going anywhere, ten dollars a day. After five days, that's fifty bucks. You do that every week. 
that's $200 just towards fast food. Like bad food at that. Like you don't, you shouldn't be eating that when you could spend 80 bucks <laughs> or for me I'm living by myself. I spend, you know, 75 bucks, maybe 100 bucks at the most and get all my groceries for the month and, you know, hit them with the meal prep. Like on Sunday, meal prep, get all my, you know, get all my meals together, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just be good to go. And that's, and that's how we trying to, that's how we trying to transition out here. That's what we trying to do. And it's, it's going to happen. Like at this point, I'm realizing that my mind is much stronger than I thought. And I think everybody needs to realize that um, at some point you gotta, you gotta understand that you have control of your thoughts and you can make things happen. You just have to, you gotta work at it. You gotta work at it. It doesn't just like, you don't just think about it and then like all of a sudden it happens. No, you gotta think about it and you gotta imagine that it's happening. You gotta see it in your head. You gotta envision it and then you gotta execute. You have to execute. If there's no execution, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. The only way you're going to get to where you want to be is if you actually move and take fucking chances and execute. You got to. Everybody out here want to do something. But if you want to do it, you got to actually do it. You can't just keep talking about it and keep talking about it it sounds great when you talk about it it does it really does I've done that shit before too but that execution let me tell you the execution is what it's all about the execution is what I respect that's what other people respect and you'll know that you're getting that respect because other people are are if you're around people that are actually executing if you're around motherfuckers that are moving like you i'm telling you be around people that make you better be around people that make you want to work harder be around people that are trying to level up and evolve themselves so because then that'll make you want to level up and evolve yourself you got to surround yourself with the right people and you need to understand that you got to make some sacrifices out here um, you got to learn how to say no and, and, and not like be ashamed of it and not feel like you're hurting people's feelings and, oh, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I want to go. Nah, man, if you don't want to go out, say no. If you want to sit back and you want to go record and figure out how to make your shit better or whatever you want to do out here in life, go do that. Learn how to sacrifice and learn how to cut motherfuckers off. Those people around you that are talking that shit like, why are you doing that? Or, you know, what's the what's the point of this? And like, just you got to stop this shit, man. You got to stop it. Because that's not what it's about. It's about surrounding yourselves with the right people. If you surround yourselves with the right people, I'm telling you, you can't lose. And 100 percent this year for me, that is what I learned. I learned that I've been had the right people around me. That's real. Like, I've been had them around me. Whether it be my homie Pat, what up to Pat, you already know. Um, 
My boy Dallas, salute to Dallas all day. Salute to Antmo all day. Yo, Antmo, man, I'm going to come through next week, nigga. I'm going to come through this week, not next week. I'm going to come through this week. I need that beat in my life. I need it because I'm trying to stunt on these niggas come December 29th. I'm trying to stunt on these niggas, man. So let me stunt, bro. Uh, My nigga Rich, you already know what it is. Rich, that's the homie. Um, Man, my boy Wade, he hit me up this week. Like, everybody's ready. They're ready for me to come back, but also... You know what I'm saying? Niggas niggas have been seeing how I move and they are moving as well. They're doing it themselves as well. My nigga Deontay, you already know what it is too. Like, we out here, man. We out here. The homies is here. My nigga Donnie has been moving low key. Low key. And come twenty nineteen, it's a rap, yo. It's a rap. Because these moves because now that I know how to execute and now that other people around me know how to execute, who said who who's to say we can't, you know, do this shit? You can do this shit. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen right away. But I'm telling you, you can execute. You can do that. We all can do that. So find it in yourself. And I swear to God, when you execute, it's going to feel so much better. You're going to start thinking different. You're going to start moving different. And it's a different that's good. It's a different that means you're growing. It's a different that means you are, you're evolving into the person that you, who you think you are. You can be that person. That's, that's what I've learned. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest takeaway from this year is the person that you think you are in your brain. You can be that person. You can be that. You are that. You're thinking it. You know that's who you are. You're just afraid to do it. You're afraid to act on it. Nah, man. Act on that shit. I'm telling you. Act on it. For real. So that's my little that's my little that's my little rant <laughs> in the beginning of this episode this week, because I'm just I'm in I'm in great spirits. Um, I'm leaving tomorrow and it feels good because it's actually happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's happening. I can't be more happy. I'm, I'm, I'm moving in on my own. I'm doing it. I'm holding down these bills. I'm holding down this rent. I'm the one that's doing this shit. I'm the one that, you know, when 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 this shit pop off in 2019, the homies gotta come through to the crib. They gotta come through to my spot, cause I'm the one that I'm the one that's trying to make this shit happen. But also, I want to be around people that also want to make this happen. But I also want to be around people that want to make it happen for themselves too. And that is what you gotta be around, man. So if you feel like your circle's too heavy, cut that shit off, man. Shed that fucking weight because it ain't nothing but dead weight for real. And he ain't going to get you nowhere. It's not going to get you nowhere. Not out here. Not out in these streets. No. Not if you're really trying to do it. No. Won't get you nowhere. So you already know what it is, man. I'm excited about this week. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Okay. Let's get it. 
let's just get right into the episode. Okay, spoilers this week. So, I mean, I watched a few. I watched a little bit. I didn't watch, I didn't really get into that many movies this week just because I was still busy with work and everything, but I definitely watched some shit. So, Netflix got this new documentary. It's called The um, uh, The American Meme, and it's all about internet fame. It's all about these people like, you know, like Paris Hilton or uh, Kirill was here, you know, the dude that's just taking taking photos of uh of of uh of girls at clubs, you know, pouring pouring alcohol on bitches and you know, just basically taking pictures of, of, of nothing but smuts and skeezers, pretty much. But he started you know, he, he actually had his he actually has a dope career. I'm not gonna lie to you, he got a dope career because he started doing that shit and taking photos of like comedians and uh taking photos of uh of music artists and all that stuff so he's been doing his thing so that like you know him fat jewish uh a bunch of other people but it's based around it was based around paris hilton because paris hilton's the one that really started this whole internet fame thing and (laughs) man Yo, this shit's crazy, man. Like, these people, some of them do have talent. Like, Kirill does have talent. He he is a photographer. Like, he is. He's he's capitalized on it. He's taking pictures of smuts now and doing, you know, doing these parties. But he does get paid. He gets paid. There's a few of them that it's like, all right, I can respect that. And then there's a lot of them that I'm like... Why, why are you even famous? Like, why? Um, it just really goes into the, uh, the psychology of it all. Like, some of these people are really fucking sad. A lot of them are sad people. And, you know, they, they, they don't really have real talent. But they just keep putting out content and content after content after content after content and all of a sudden it catches on and boom now they're you know now they're out here but man yo this internet this internet shit is not it's not what we think it is i'm telling you it's not it's not what we think it is so if you watch this the american meme like watch it i'm telling you i'm telling you you're gonna be like damn, yo, fuck this, fuck this internet fame shit, like, who cares about that, this is, this is not important, this is not important, and that's just real, um, I watched The Last OG, cause salute to Netflix, they put the whole season up there, and don't get me wrong, I only watched the first two episodes when it was on TV, and then I was like, uh, and I, I just, I just fell off with it, Yo, Last OG is good, man. I finished it so fast. 10 episodes. It's quick. 21 minutes. It is so good. What a real ass show, man. Yo, Tracy Morgan, you got to win with that one. Like, for real. And I like that Tiffany Haddish is in it. And she's not really extra. She's not super extra about the shit. And Cedric the Entertainer's in it. And he's great. It's a very, it's a real show. It's hilarious at moments. It's very funny. They've got, got a lot of moments. But it's also 
super duper real. It's just all about getting second, getting a second chance to to be a better person. And I love that. I love that. Uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for, man? I know it's early. Uh, that depiction. Um, whatever you want to say. Look, you you all know what the fuck I'm saying. All right? You know what I'm saying. Just watch Last OG. It's very good. Watch it. The Marvelous Maisel. Mrs. Maisel. You already know. Second season. I'm seven episodes in because I've been re-watching episodes because I now understand the brilliance of this show. Not only is this show really well written, especially this season, it's it's so good. It's really, this it's so well written. It's so everything about this show is so thought-provoking and I love everything about it. But what makes this show for me is the filming the character uh the camera work is stellar absolutely stellar and there's certain scenes in this show that are just so on point there's an episode in this one where they go to the Catskills they go to the Catskills i think it's up in like Massachusetts or whatever have you and it's like a thing that they do they've been doing it for like 20 years they just been going into cat skills that's their vacation they go there for two months and they get it in right when they get to their their you know their 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 room you know their their little their little cottage resort thing the scene it's a one take scene and you watch them all come in and the camera is outside of the uh outside of like right in front of the house and you see all of them doing their thing and you just hear them talking all fast and doing this and doing that and like she'll be over here and you know in 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 the living room doing something the dad's over here the mom's over here there's people still walking in with uh you know with bags and stuff because they're there for two months they got you know bags on bags on bags but you're watching this scene and it's so quick it's so fast but you're like this is amazing it's like a what what it reminded me of was a Wes Anderson film, only better. It was slightly better. I watched this episode three times because I was just so overwhelmed at how good it was. I couldn't get over how dope it was. That scene alone just takes the cake for me. It's so damn good. There's another scene where uh, there's a new character. His name is Benjamin. And um, played by Zach Levi, salute to him. He about to be Shazam. He gonna kill it. He gonna kill Shazam. Shazam's gonna be a dope-ass movie. It is. But anyway. And she has to go to the city. Because, you know, she's about to go work. She gotta go make some money. And she needs a ride into the city. And he's like, I'll take you. So they get, you know, they get in the car. They drive. And you remember that scene in Jackie? Where 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 JFK got shot. I don't know if y'all seen Jackie. Jackie was a dope ass movie. Low key, Jackie was really fucking raw. Everybody should have saw. They, like I think everybody should have saw it. That's just me. I think that shit went under the radar. Jackie was a good movie. Natalie Portman, you know, playing JFK's wife. Like shit was good, man. But the scene when JFK got shot in the car, they're rushing to the hospital, and you see the camera. Like like the cars driving, you see the car driving, and you see the camera come overhead, 
almost like it's almost like it's a bird flying over a car and you see it come down and then it comes in, you know, the camera pans into the front of the car and then you see what's going on in the front and then you see the camera work its way around, you know, work its way around the car. So you're seeing everything that's happening in the car and the car is still moving. And then you just boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden the car just zoom and it goes off. But you just saw everything that went down in this car off the strength of that dope ass camera work. Yo, they did a scene like that um, in this episode. They're driving into the cat, you know, they're driving into the city and you see the camera come overhead. Boom. It comes overhead and it does that same thing. You see her sitting down and they're listening to the radio and she's like, you know, leaning on the door and, you know, she's bored and the radio is boring and he keeps flipping the station. He keeps flipping the station and you see the camera work its way around. And then she starts doing like she starts riffing off on like, you know, like making fun of the making fun of the shit she just heard on the radio. She starts riffing off on it and it comes back around and then it looks in front and then it'll come back. And then it zoomed, and then then the car keeps moving. Yo, there's so many dope-ass scenes in this show. They stepped it up to a whole nother level. It's great. It's absolutely great. And I realize that is the beauty of this marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's the fucking, it's the camera work, man. The camera work, the writing is one thing, but the camera work is great. Oh, my God, it's so good. It is so good, man. If you haven't watched Mrs. Maisel, go on Amazon and fucking watch it. Cause the first se- the first season was one thing. This second season, forget about it. Um, they're gonna win all the Emmys. They're gonna win them all. They won five Emmys last year, and they deserved all five. They're gonna win all of them this year. Like, stop it. Good lord, this shit is too good. What a great show. Okay, this is the last one. Well, actually, no, because you already know I got one more. Um, <laughs> Netflix put out uh, a new series. It's called Bad Blood. And Bad Blood is a mob show. It's a mob show. It's based on the Rizzuto family uh, who ran Montreal, Canada back in the day like you know it's based on a true story this is a real family obviously things are different because they gotta change certain shit but yeah this is based on a real family this this actually went down these things yo if you're a fan of a good mob show or a great mob movie i personally goodfellas is one of my favorite movies of all time so i absolutely love mob shit i love it i love goodfellas I love The Godfather, um, you know, Sopranos, obviously. Like, I love the mob stuff. I love it. This show is it, man. This bad blood is good. Fucking raw. Raw off rip. Off rip. Like, right away. And it's short, too. It's only six episodes. And um, my man Tig from, uh, from Sons of Anarchy, he's in this show. And he kills it. And what's dope about his character is he's not immediate family. He is he is the right hand of the boss. Obviously, the boss being, you know, Mr. Rizzuto. But 
he's been down with Mr. Rizzuto, been working for him for like 15, 20 years, but he's not, he doesn't, his last name is not Rizzuto. His last name is Declan. And what happens in this show is uh, Mr. Rizzuto, he's trying to go legit. Obviously, he's trying to, you know, make the businesses legit, everything. What hap- Yo, they, this is how you know this, like the mob is everything. Back in Montreal, when this was going down, the Rizzuto family, you couldn't do anything in Montreal without the go-ahead from Mr. Rizzuto. So buildings, you want to build a building, whatever have you, Mr. Rizzuto got to let it be done. All the drugs, everything that was coming into New York at the time was going in through the port in uh, in Montreal, Canada. It, it didn't it didn't go through unless the Rizzutos were like, yeah, go ahead. They run everything. They had the cops in their pocket like shit's crazy. And this is how you know when mob shit is so crazy. Like these niggas just be killing motherfuckers left and right. And they have no they do not care. They just be doing it like they just do it. Because they know they were, they were not going to get in trouble. But what happens is Rizzuto gets popped. He gets popped for something that he did like maybe 10 years ago. Uh, you know, some shit went down. Um, something went down in Brooklyn. And three motherfuckers died, you know. Oh, excuse me. Whew. Don't get me wrong. I'm kind of tired. But, you know, I'm here. Um, three motherfuckers died. And... Obviously, they Rizzuto. I don't. I, he he definitely didn't do anything, but they need something to pin this. They needed. They need something to pin this guy. So what happens is he gets locked up. He gets locked up in like the first episode. Gets locked up, and he got a younger son. His name is Nico, and Nico now wants to run the family. Only the problem is Nico is fucking sloppy at everything he does. Nico is power hungry. He's on a fucking power trip and he's doing everything wrong. And, you know, he's killing motherfuckers just because. And it's like, yo, this is not how we do shit. Like, yes, we kill. Yes, we do. You know, we do that type of stuff. Yes. But you're doing it just to be like, ha, I can do it. And that's not how this goes down. So now what happens is, you know, the Iris, the Haitians, um, the uh, the bikers, everybody, everybody, all the gangs, they all work with the Rizzutos. All of them get, you know, they're, they're, we're all making money together. But Rizzuto is that's the main that that's the one that's paying you motherfuckers. You feel me? So once he gets knocked. They're like, well, shit, I'm about to be king out here. And it becomes a fucking bloodbath out there. Niggas start dying left and right. Drive-bys, all that. It's crazy. This show is fucking good, man. It's only six episodes, my nigga. Just watch it. Six episodes. It is good. All right. The last one. Because you know I fucking watched it. And I watched the whole thing, too. Uh... Fuller House is back on Netflix. And damn it, I love it. That's just how it goes. I love the shit, man. I love it a lot, okay? I really fucking like Fuller House. It's so bad, but God, it's so good. It's so bad. It's really bad, 
But man, is it good. Man, it's great. There's a lot of episodes this season that, um, yo, they're just, you know, it's silly. I don't get me wrong. The first episode alone was fucking ridiculous. They give you Christmas vibes right away. And the little boy Max, who I don't, yo, Fuller House, y'all gotta do better with this nigga Max, yo. Why you got this nigga dressing like he's 75 years old, wearing fucking vests all the time? Like, nigga, the boy, the boy is like 9, 10 years old, my nigga. Well, 9, because he plays a 4th grader. Like, yo, give him some new, give him a new cloak, yo. Give, somebody give him a different stylist. Like, I get, I get it. His character is like that, you know. Like, the old, like, he like a 70-year-old man, but he looks... He literally dresses like a 75-year-old man. I don't like that shit. You guys got to fix that up. That's he don't he don't look right. It's bad enough he's already annoying. But this shit, this shit is ridiculous, my nigga. Come on now. Like come on. Come on, guys. Let's be real now. This is ridiculous. It's like like stop it. So, the first episode in this season um it's a Christmas episode. They knock it off with Christmas right away they got they got they got right down to business and the boy max he is he is he's just not feeling it this year he's not feeling christmas he's sad he's not in the christmas spirit and um he's not in the christmas spirit because you know their father died their father died he's not here and uh how how many people are when it gets around the holidays and you know you lost a parent i mean God willing, I hope you all haven't lost a parent or anything like that. I don't know. But around that time, man, shit shit is tough. Shit is tough to deal with. Shit is hard. Um, it's just it's rough. Like my boy Jimmy, um, who is that's the homie. Like I'm gonna miss Jimmy a lot. Uh every every time around this time, around Christmas, he just he gets he gets real depressed and it sucks. Because around this time, a few years ago, Jimmy lost his mom. Like, around, like, in December, he lost his mother. Like, shit, now fucking, damn, like, eight years ago, nine years ago. It's kind of, it's, well, maybe 11 years ago. But, yeah, it's like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, and it never, it never fails. It just, you know, you, you, I do my best to be there for him. And, you know, I talk, to, I make sure I talk to him. Every 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 time that first week of December comes around, I make sure that like you know I hit him up on the weekend and just make sure he's good because it's rough. It's rough. It doesn't matter. I, I think it never. When you lose a parent, you know, and like I said, God forbid. I hope none of you have lost a parent, but I don't think it ever gets easier. It doesn't matter how long it's been. I don't think it ever gets easier. Ever. It's just. It's always hard. And it just sucks even more around the around the holidays because, you know, the holidays are a time for family and, you know, get togethers and being, you know, being with being with your family. And, you know, moms are wonderful. You know, what I mean, like. Everybody loves their mother. If you don't love your mother, I don't know why the fuck you listen to this podcast. Like, stop listening then. Cause I love my mom. So what the fuck is wrong with you if you like, ah, fuck it. My mom is this. My mom is that. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here that don't have their mothers anymore. They don't have them. And I, I, I bet you they wish they could be like, ah, my mom's so annoying today. 
I bet you they wish they could do that, and they can't. And it just it doesn't get any easier. It just doesn't. It doesn't get easier. Like you know, my homie John, who you all heard, my young boy. Um, I've known John now since he was five. I've known his family for shit now, like damn near eleven years. It's a, it's been a long time. And when they lost their mom in 2010, it was tough. It was definitely tough for everybody, you know. But I eventually can move on and, you know, I'll mourn and, I, and I'll keep it moving. For them, that was their mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're never going to get over that. They're never, that's never going to go away. That feeling will never go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, and his like and and his sister Chrissy, who you already know, I'm a I'm a miss the shit out of Chrissy. My God, um, it just she's the she one of the toughest people I know. But I'm sure that she has those moments where she just wants to call her mom, you know, and she can't, and that shit sucks. And they 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 really hit you off right away in Full House. You know what I'm saying? In this Fuller house, they hit you right away with that shit. And the boy, again, you know, he's only nine. I'm not going to knock his acting. He's only nine. But he's in there and he's like, why does it hurt so bad and shit like that? You know, why, you know, why, you know, why does this happen? And he's trying to cry and there ain't no tears coming out of his face. And I'm like, little nigga, if you would have just sat here and like, you know, just pouted a little bit, I could buy that. But see, my girl DJ, she come through, she pick up that slack real quick and she's sitting there with him and she's doing her thing and the tears start running down and it kind of hits you a little bit like, oh my God, like this shit is, this shit is sad right now. This is real. You feel for this. But also, yo, salute to DJ, my nigga. You still out here doing that acting. I like that, yo. That's acting right there. That right there is acting, my nigga. I'm with that. I'm with that shit. Go ahead, Fuller House. I'm here for you. So then they're watching in the episode. This is this is what happens in the episode. This is the first episode. They're watching um, home videos, you know, of the father. And they're watching these home videos. And this whole thing going on with Kimmy right now is Kimmy. Kimmy's pregnant with Stephanie's with Stephanie's uh, child. Not going to tell you what the child is or nothing like that. But yeah, um. Kimmy's pregnant with Stephanie's child because Stephanie, she can't, you know, she can't have kids, unfortunately. But Kimmy, if you if you watch the show, they go into all this. And Kimmy's holding, you know, she got the child. So she's like, Kimmy's like eight months pregnant at this point. And she's big. And her whole thing is she's saying that she can hear, excuse me, she can hear things before anybody can hear them. Like she can just she could hear anything before anybody like when the things that we can't hear, she can hear because she has like this supersonic hearing now because that's what happens to Gibblers when they get pregnant. All of a sudden they can just hear everything. Right. So they're watching this home video. Right. They're watching this home video. And in the video, you know, they're watching it. You know, the dad in the video in the video, the father gets a phone call. He gets a phone call and um, then he walks away and, you know, I guess his mom called him or something. And Kimmy, she's like, 
you know, you see her on the couch, she's sitting there, her eyes get all wide, and she goes off, and she comes back with these presents, and you're like, where the fuck were these presents, and then you're like, what's happening, and then all of a sudden, Kimmy's, Kimmy goes, you know that conversation that, that, you know, that your father had in the, uh, you know, in the, in, in the video, she's like, you guys couldn't hear it, but I could. And then you sitting back and you like, wait, hold on, nigga. What? What's happening right now? Hold on. Who? Wait, hold on. Who wrote this, man? Who wrote this shit? How the fuck do y'all not know where these presents are? These presents been in this house this whole time and y'all don't know where they were. Only Kimmy knew because Kimmy could hear what the father was talking about. And then they get these presents from the father like, you know, years later. Like, when the fuck was this? When the fuck was this movie? Was this home video film? Like, the boy Max was a baby. He was not, not a baby. He was like a child. He was like four years old in the little video. But, so the, the dad been, he probably been dead for like five years. And all of a sudden, now, the, the, these presents come out of nowhere. And then they're all like, oh, you know, like 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 the one son, Jackson, who's a fucking herb, yo. Yo, Jackson, you a herb, my nigga. Like, you cool and all, but damn, you a lame, dude. Damn, you a lame. And I hate your hair, my nigga. Yo, just comb your hair to the side, bro. Why? Like, what, 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 what look are they going for with you, bro? Comb your hair to the side, man. Just, just put it to the side or something. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. But like, you know, he got a Wii U. Um, and then, and then Max, he got like, uh, he got, cause he broke this ornament. He broke this ornament, you know, it was a firefighter ornament cause her father was a firefighter and he got the firefighter ornament from his father. And you're like, Oh, the ornament. And then DJ got like, you know, this disgusting, ugly, uh, necklace from him but what the fuck yo that's some that's a that's lame my nigga that's lame you talk you telling me that 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 that's what you all went that's what you went for this makes no sense bro this don't make no sense fuller house that don't make no sense now don't get it twisted all right i finished the whole season because I'm a real one, and I like that shit, I still like it, you know what I mean, but I'm gonna tell you when something's fucked up, and that shit is fucked up, that episode don't make no goddamn sense, it makes no sense, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what the fuck is this, like, what, huh, Kimmy Heard was happening in a fucking home movie that was made probably like five years ago, and all of a sudden she comes out with these gifts, Y'all niggas clean this house all the time. You telling me that nobody found these Christmas gifts while you was cleaning or something? You you like nobody knows what they nobody knows? Yeah? Word? Okay. Okay, full house. I hear you. I got you. Right. Got you, full house. Word. But don't get it fucked up. I still watched it. I watched the whole season. I watched it in like a day. <laughs> And I enjoyed it so much, my nigga. It's great. It's great. But that first episode made me angry, okay? And I'm not smoking right now, so I'm noticing all the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when, I, when I'm high watching Fuller House, 
That shit wouldn't have bothered me. I would have been like, ah, word. Oh, she heard that. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. But since I'm not smoking right now, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who on earth wrote that shit? <laughs> but nevertheless, that's all I got to this week. Um, there's a bunch of new movies on Netflix. I'm about to get into all of those uh, next week because I don't start my new job until Friday. So I'm just going to be chilling at home, you know, in my apartment, cooling out. And, uh, you know, I'm going to watch those. I'm definitely going to go to the movie theater this week. Uh, you know, Aquaman comes out. Mary Poppins comes out. I'm about to hit it. I'm about to hit I'm about to go see them both. Fuck you mean. And, yeah, that's it for the spoilers, yo. So let's get into the news because, man, it's a lot of news, bro. <laughs> it's a little bit of news, my nigga. A little bit of news. All right. Killer Mike, he's going to have a new Netflix series. Yeah, Killer Mike, I say it again. Uh, Killer Mike is going to have a new Netflix series. Yep, it's called Trigger Warning, and it's going to be six episodes, and it's uh, it's going to be exploring the, uh, the cultural taboos and uh, giving the viewers the space to examine the what-ifs and the why-nots, and it looks nuts. It looks really, really real. It looks super raw, and it's going to be great. Um, the show is about embracing your freedom, and it premieres in January, January 18th. Definitely looking forward to that. I'm a, I'm a Killer Mike fan, so I can't wait. And Run the Jewels 4 is still on the way, so let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Migos, they covered Double uh, XL, as in like Quavo had a cover, then Offset had a cover. Offset! And then Takeoff had a cover. And then they had a cover together. And in this interview, they say that they are the biggest group in the world to ever exist. Because they can do uh, this individually and they can do it as a group. Now, um, I like, I, I, I respect the confidence, guys. I respect it. Yeah, I get that. Um, what I'm saying is you most definitely are not the biggest group to ever exist in the world. That is a super bold statement. And that doesn't make any sense to me when you all are opening for Drake. OK, you're on tour with Drake. I get that. Except Drake's not opening for you. You're opening for Drake. And not only that, I had no idea, not even had no idea. I have no idea about you on this Drake tour because nobody's talking about you. Nobody. Quavo, your album was trash, my nigga. You let me know that you don't got it like that. You let me know that. Take off your album's still good. I'm still playing that shit. Don't get it twisted. I'm still playing that. Um, Culture 2 is not good. It's not good at all. I don't like it. It's 24 songs. And I, I, I'll tell you right now, I like, I fuck with eight of them. Everything else I can do without. And you all have the nerve to say you're the biggest group to ever exist. So the Beatles are nothing. The Beatles are just, you know. They're not a thing. 
The Jackson 5, that's not a thing. No? Nah. Pink Floyd, that's not a thing. No? Yeah? Tribe Called Quest, that's not a thing. Wu-Tang Clan, that's not a thing. What the fuck are you niggas talking about, man? Y'all talking stupid on here. Like Quavo, my nigga, your album is trash, bro. Like, it's not good. It's 19 songs, I don't like any of them. Alright? And you have the nerve to tell me that y'all are the biggest group in the world because you can do it individually and also do... Nigga, have you heard of Michael Jackson? Have you heard Have you heard of him? Because he was part of the Jackson 5 and then he did it individually and he became the biggest star in the world, period. So what the fuck are y'all talking about? Because none of you have really stepped off into that lane yet and it's like, damn, that nigga blew up. No. Quavo, you tried it. It ain't it ain't it ain't working with you, bro. Don't give a fuck what you say. It ain't working. You're not you're not you're not good, man. You're not. You're not. And it kind of it's kind of upsetting a little bit because whole time I really thought Quavo was out here doing his thing. I thought Quavo was, uh, you know, he was the one. I thought he was like the secret weapon behind this whole thing. You're not. That Quavo Hunter album really shows a lot. It shows a lot about you. Shows a lot about um, your diversity. Shows a lot in your versatility. It shows a lot in your your ability to make hooks and melodies and lyrics. It shows everything, my nigga. You fraud, bro. You out here. Don't get me wrong. You out here, but you gotta move with a group. You can't move by yourself, and that's real. Take off. He did that by himself. He can do it. I believe Offset will be able to do it. I do. We'll get into that later. But I do think that they can do it individually. But Quavo, stop it, bro. Cut it out right now. Cut it out. And Migos, as a whole, y'all niggas is high as shit. Just do your double XL interview and go home. Like, what are you talking about? You're the biggest group to ever exist in the world when you're not even you're not you haven't even headlined your own tour yet the fuck are you niggas talking about right now you all are opening for drake and nobody talks about your set at all because you niggas is just on stage being boring the fuck are y'all talking about bro come on man that's some dumb talk right there that's dumb talk i'm sorry it's dumb talk period anyway T-Pain, he announces the uh, the one-up tour. It's kicking off in Baltimore on March 20th. That's dope. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't think I want to go, but that's just what it is. Um, he's gonna be uh, going through New York, Atlanta, Chicago, and it ends April 9th in San Diego. So that's that. Vince Staples, he's also going on tour. Uh, that one's titled uh, "Smile, You're on Camera." Excuse me. It actually sounds pretty dope. Um, and he will be accompanied by my man, Buddy, who's, who's great. You'll hear me talk about Buddy later, as in like on my other episode. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Buddy and, um, and JPEG Mafia, who's also pretty fucking dope. And that kicks off in Tucson, Arizona on February 1st. And that is based as damn near two months. It ends on April 3rd. So, He's he's hitting the road hard. This is this is some dope news. Mixed by Ali, you know, of TDE, because TDE, we hold the belt. You already know what it is. 
um, he's doing a Seeing Sounds workshop tour, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, presented by Engineer Ears uh, Mixing Service, who I've never heard of because I'm not an engineer. I don't know these things, but I know it now. <laughs> and the tour will consist of an intimate conversation with Ali himself, um, a deconstruction of a hit song he recorded. Uh, because, you know, mixed by Ali. Ali got Grammys on Grammys on here, low-key. Um, a lot of the music that came out this year, Ali mixed it. Like, let's keep, you know, you got to, to know, to know, you got to know these things. If you're, if you're into the culture like that, I, I, I feel these things are important. And all, and also, there's going to be a hand-on lesson um, about mixing techniques. And that kicks off in L.A., and then he's going to New York. Miami, Toronto, Houston, and then he ends it in the UK. So it's like, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's like eight, nine shows, not even eight, nine shows, eight, nine workshops, I should say. So if you're an engineer, man, like try to get in there because it's to learn from Ali. That's, that's, that's amazing right there. This is dope. This is great for Meek. Meek, uh, Meek Mill Championships debuted at number one on the charts uh he moved um 2200 oh my god what the fuck did i just say <laughs> 229,000 copies its first week um meek also saw his highest charting single on the top 100 so there's that with him uh with going bad you know the song with drake and uh that debuted at number six and this is meek's second album to hit number one so great for him cat williams he will have a new role on blackish uh i cannot wait because it's cat williams and that's gonna be great it's gonna be a it's gonna have a special episode as the father of uh character kyra if you watch blackish you know what the fuck i'm talking about and if all goes well he will be on the show more so I hope that shit goes well. I hope that he hits it. I hope that it's good. I'm a black. I'm I, I'm a fan of Blackish. I watch Blackish. I'm looking forward to this a lot. The Punisher returns in January. Yeah, yes. Um, there's no specific day just yet. Um, but it's also most likely gonna be the final season for The Punisher, considering the fact that everything on Netflix. Marvel wise is canceled. All of it's canceled. They canceled Luke Cage, no more. Iron Fist, no more. Daredevil, which which made numbers, no more. So we'll see what they do with the Punisher, but I don't think that they will keep it after this season. But they probably got the news in like post production and they were like, Well, we're basically done filming, so Still got put out the show And then I'll be it So who knows how they'll end it I don't know The Boondocks producer Carl Jones uh, He's gonna be launching A new animated series On Fuse Titled uh, Sugar and Toys And it's gonna be A new spin On Saturday morning cartoons That we all grew up on I I don't know about you all But I watch cartoons In the morning on Saturday So yeah Sesame Street they now have a new puppet, and the puppet is homeless. And it makes me laugh because 
I was confused because I'm like, well, then what the fuck is Oscar the Grouch then? Because that nigga lives in a trash can. I thought he was homeless this whole time. Like the nigga live in a trash can. He not homeless. He not homeless. Word. Y'all got a new puppet. I'm not mad. Look, I'm not mad at this for what it for what it is. I'm not mad at it. So the puppet, it's a seven year old puppet. Uh, her name is Lily. And she's going to help the viewers understand hunger and food um, insecurity in families. And her family loses their home and she's forced to stay with friends on Sesame Street. So, boom, there she comes. And uh, the goal is to uh, convey what homelessness is from a children's perspective. So it's good for the kids. It's good that they're getting that out there. Um, for now, the episodes that uh, they won't be aired on TV just yet. So there's separate videos um, online right now. If you if you have a child and you want to like you know show your child that it's it's online. So that's that. Janet Jackson, she's going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And she became eligible for that back in um, 2007. And the inductees this year include The Cure, Def Leppard, uh, Stevie Nicks, Radiohead, Roxy Music, and The Zombies. So salute to Janet. You already know what it is, Janet. Benzino has been charged uh, with felony drug possession, and if convicted, he could face up to 15 years. Um, but let's be real, who the fuck is paying attention? Who's, who's paying attention to Benzino? Nobody, right? Okay. Um, Issa Rae, she signs a production uh, pact with Columbia Pictures um, to promote diverse writers, and it is a multi-year production deal, which is great. It will run as part mentorship program and studio diversity initiative, which I think is great as well. And they will have um, the opportunity to work with Issa and the studio to establish and write features based on their original ideas. So I think this is great. This is a great move. And uh, this is going to be um, the participants. You know, if you if you if you participate in this, you will be uh, announced like they're they're going to announce who's going to be in this in spring of 2019. So, yeah, salute to Issa. She's always doing great shit out here. Netflix will be making a new series about Selena's. Yes, Selena's. If you know what the fuck, if you know what that like, come on, yo, don't play with me. Everybody on everybody. If you listen to this podcast, you better have seen Selena. Don't fuck with me right now because I grew up on Selena. All right. That's 97 right there. All right. You better have seen Selena. Don't don't play with me right now. But they joined forces. Uh, they joined forces. They joined forces with her family. And uh, it's described as a coming to age story. So there's no premiere date or the episode count just yet. Um, I'm hoping for hour long episodes. I am. They better do hour long. Why would you do 30 minutes? Like, that's dumb. Give us an hour. Or if you're not going to give us an hour, then give us like 45 minutes. Then give us 46 minutes. Give us something like that. But I, I still think you should just give us a straight up hour for eight for each one. And I think you should make it like 10 episodes, maybe 13 at the most. We'll see what happens. I don't, I'll, we'll, we'll see what y'all do. All right. Lauren London, uh, Parker McKenna and uh Karen Obillum I think that's how you say her name 
Uh, they're going to be starring in a new BT series called uh, Games Divas Play. Sounds pretty self-explanatory if you ask me. Um, Ten episodes. They started filming back in November uh, in L.A. So you already know it's set in L.A. Set to premiere in 2019. So there you go with that. And the series is based on a book with the same title. And it's a show about the L.A. high life. And, you know, where everyone plays to win. Sounds like a messy show, but it also sounds like it could be good. We'll see what happens. All right. Keenan and Kel, they want to do a Good Burger sequel. Um, They're both on board because they're not beefing no more. None of that. They're, like, talking to each other. They're friends again, all that. They have had meetings about it, and it's now in the hands of the higher power. So if they they say go ahead, then we're going to get that sequel, and they'll be a part of it. So I hope something good comes of it because I wouldn't mind seeing a good burger sequel. All right. I'm a good burger fan, my nigga. I'm a good burger fan, bruh. For real. Um, Sister Act is about to have a reboot coming to Disney. Um, the new streaming service for Disney. Uh Whoopi Goldberg's not gonna be in it. So why the fuck are you bringing back Sister Act then? What what are you guys doing? You trying to go in a whole new direction and oh call it this and fuck all that man. Where the fuck is Whoopi Goldberg? If you're not gonna put Whoopi Goldberg in the show, what's the point of making this damn show then? That's fucking dumb. I don't care. That's dumb. The Grammy nods are in and uh, Kendrick he got eight of them. You already know. Uh, Drake got seven of them. Childish, Cardi, and her. Excuse me. They all got five. We'll see what happens with the Grammy. Truth be told, I feel like y'all gonna make me mad and give Cardi B album of the year, and I'm gonna be fucking pissed if you do that. So I just hope you don't. Um, this is actually kind of sad news. Uh, the comedian Kool Aid, he has passed away from cancer. Um, very sad. He toured with Lil Duval. He's very very funny. You could you should go on YouTube, look up his videos. Very very funny. He was a great comedian. And he's from Detroit, and that fucking cancer's a motherfucker. Simple as that. Sucks. It does. But Duvall's handling himself really well, and the way he's mourning is really dope. He's just been posting dope videos of Kool-Aid throughout the week. Excuse me. My God, yawning all crazy over here. I'm taking a mean nap today. Fuck all that. I don't got to go to work. Fuck you mean. (laughs) Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish and Aquafina, they're going to be starring in a new, in an all-female 21 Jump Street. Um, Haddish will be playing an undercover cop, and um, she's going to be posing as a mother of a child that also enters the school and Aquafina would be playing the child. Who knows how they'll swing it? I don't know. I don't know. But I won't lie to you. I'll go watch the movie. So, you know, I can't be that mad at it. <laughs> I'll watch that movie. Fuck you mean? I'm a Tiffany Haddish fan, yo. I like Tiffany Haddish. I don't give a fuck. I like that girl. That's my girl. That's it, though, for the week. That's it. That's all the news. A lot of news. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. But we're here. 
Let's move on to the music, shall we? You already know how this goes down. Singles this week. We got the hot shit. We got the pop shit. We got the dope shit. We got the R&B shit. And I promise you, come 2019, I'm not going to be saying shit this much when it comes to these singles no more. I promise you I won't. I guarantee you I won't. Until I figure out something new to say here, I'm going to keep on saying pop shit, dope shit, hot shit. But when I figure out something new, I'm not going to be saying shit so much, all right? So just bear with me right now, all right? It's all about elevation out here. I'm trying to elevate just like you. I'm trying to evolve just like you. If you want to judge me, judge me, all right? Judge me. But you're only judging a piece of me. You dig what I'm saying? And that's just what that is. Okay. So the hot shit this week. T-Pain, he put out a song called That's Your Money. It's okay. I thought it was going to be better, but it's not bad. Um. St. John put out white parents are going to hate this. Uh, if you ask me, that might be that might be song title of the year. That is a great song title. The song bangs. But that song title, white parents are going to hate this. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> I do. A boogie, a boogie with the hoodie. He dropped a uh, star tender. I believe it's featuring offset offset. And I'm not going to lie, A Boogie's going to drop a dope album uh, next year. He is. It's going to be a very good album. So we should be prepared for that. OT Genesis, he dropped a song called Bay. I feel like Bay. Yeah, shit is dope. I'm an OT Genesis fan. OT Genesis is going to drop a dope album come 2019. Be prepared. I'm telling you, OT Genesis is dope. Stop faking on OT. That nigga is nice. All right? Period. Um, and lastly for this section, Chaz French dropped a song called Caliente featuring IDK and J305. I'm a Chaz French fan. You know, that's DC shit right there. I like it. You might like it too. Pop shit this week. Um, my man Travis Garland, he dropped a song called uh, Girls Need Love, the remix. Nigga, Travis Garland, my nigga, please... 2019 can you please drop your album all right it's now been five years okay i get it you're independent i get it all right i get it it's hard to get backing and funds and i get i understand that you're still doing things and you're still making your bread you're still making music you're still killing the covers but my nigga we need that second album period we need it I don't give a fuck. We need that second album, Travis. For real. I am a fan of Travis Garland. All right? I'm a fan. My nigga will outsing a lot of you niggas. He will he will he will he will that nigga that nigga nice. But what I'm saying is you need to drop this new fucking album, bro. You told me it was going to be last year. Then you told me it's going to be this year. Nigga, it better be next year. It better be. All right? Stop fucking with me. Ariana Grande, she dropped Imagine. Song is actually pretty good, not gonna lie. But I'm just, you know, Ariana's just here, whatever. And lastly, Avril Lavigne, she dropped a song called Tell Me It's Over. And don't get me wrong, nigga, Avril Lavigne might be cooking up some shit. She might be dropping something next year. That's real. Dope shit this week, yeah. This is this is my favorite section this week for sure. Every song was just dope in here. Um, Currency dropped a song called Grand, super dope. He's about to drop uh, Weed Instrumentals three. 
I believe either ne- either this week or next week coming very soon. I can't wait. Saba dropped uh, where it's at. Saba is back to putting out a single a week, which means it makes me think that Saba might be dropping a mixtape next year. Maybe he'll give us a whole album next year because he gave us an album this year. Album is very, very good too. Care For Me is very, very good. So we'll see what happens with that. My man J.P. Cooper dropped a song called Cheerleader. Super good. JP, I hope you drop an album next year because it's now going to go on two years if you don't drop something come next year. Sean Smith uh, honestly might be my new favorite uh, my new favorite rapper right now. Definitely is Sean Smith. Boy is nice. He from West Philly. The dude is nice, nigga. That's just what it is. Nice. Um, he dropped a song called Heaven. Um, it's not new. But I heard it, so it's new to me. That's why I put it here. Um, Tally Bands, he dropped a song called Friends. It's actually pretty dope. Uh, I want to hear more from Tally Bands so I could have a better perspective on who he is. But for what that is, for what this song is, I'm like, okay, I feel that. I definitely feel that. He's dropping an EP very soon. So that EP is going to be like, okay, now I see what you're doing. Now I see where you're going. I like this. Okay. Okay. You got a fan of me. One of those type of things. Lastly, Young M.A., she dropped a song called Bleed, and she ripped it. And I believe that Young M.A. is going to drop one of the dopest albums of 2019. I'm saying that right now. I am a fan of Young M.A. I think she's going to kill it. Um, She's nice. It's going to happen. I really do think that she's going to drop one of the dopest. And lastly, for the R&B shit this week... Eric Bellinger dropped a song called King, no pun intended, because, you know, the whole Jacquees going. Th- I, we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Song's good, though. Not bad. Uh, Stara dropped Codeine Cowgirl. I like that shit. That was my favorite. That was definitely, that's definitely a favorite. Robin Thicke is back, low-key. Dropped a song called Testify. It's not terrible, but it's also not great. So we'll see what he's trying to cook up. Maybe he's trying to. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But he's he's doing something. Cautious Clay dropped uh, Reasons. Very dope song. And lastly, my favorite from this week um, in here was my girl Queen Naja. She dropped War Cry. Really, really dope, man. Really dope song. Okay videos this week you already know we got watch that we got skip that so joey perp dropped all shit all shit and then uh chances in there dancing a lot of juking you know a lot of fast a lot of fast move you know fast fast feet that's what juking is yeah they killed that video it's a dope video swiss beats dropped echo featuring nas visually wow Song is still a fucking wow, still. But the visuals behind the song, oh man, oh man, so good. Watch that shit, really fucking dope. Um, her, her dropped a tiny desk performance. Uh, she she's performed four songs. It's like eighteen minutes. Watch it. Yo, her is gonna fuck around and take home a Grammy. I really think that's gonna happen, yo. I think that's gonna be a thing. We'll see. 
Um, K. Roosevelt, he dropped One Night Stand. Pretty, it's a, it's a, it's actually a pretty silly video. Um, it's all like on. Uh, excuse me, I keep yawning. It's all on, on the phone. Like what happens is his phone gets stolen in an Uber, and then these girls they take his phone and they start taking pictures and shit with it. But my nigga, how come? How you not gonna lock your phone, bro? Like how you how you how you not going how you, like what and anyway and that nothing to do with me. Um, Meek Mill he dropped the intro video hard, raw, and Casanova's in the video, so you know that shit raw. Casanova just in there, just chilling, doing his thing. A lot of hood niggas. It's great. It's a great video. It's great. Masigo, um, he dropped uh. Or Masego, I don't know how to say his name. I'm not gonna lie. I need to hear him say it to me. Um, he dropped uh, favorite things, and man, he destroyed it. Raindrops and roses, and oh man, that shit, that shit is, it's good. Killed the saxophone in there. Yo, Masego is 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 dope. I like him. Um, Ti dropped the uh, the amazing Mr. Fuck Up video. It's basically one of those videos. Um, it's like a story, you know, he's, because, you know, this song, he's, he fucked up, so he's with his girl, and then, you know, he's at the dinner, and uh, Columbus Short's in it, and uh, Woody, Woody the Great, he's in there too, and yeah, it's one of those, The my favorite video, excuse me, oh my god, really over here yawning, what the fuck, man, my favorite video this week definitely was Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor, dropped um god damn what is the name of this fucking what is the name of this song i don't know why i don't have it on here hold on give me a give me a second yo give me a second give me a second good lord i'm mad i don't know the title because i get because all i wrote was tiana taylor i didn't even write the name of the video but the video is great um there it is Okay, yeah, the Gonna Love Me song. The Gonna Love Me song. Um, she she did a remix to that with uh featuring uh Ghostface, Method Man, and Raekwon. Video is great. Video is super, super, super NY. It's a story. It's a dope video. Watch that. That was by far my favorite video this week. Very good video. Alright, so skip that this week. We got twenty four hours. He got a song called Family and Money. It's, yo, uh, hold on. I just, I just want niggas to, if you're going to make a video, make a fuck, like, do something else in the video, bro. Do something else in the video aside from just drinking and smoking and women. Like, I get it. It's wonderful. But good Lord, there's so much more to life. Golly, man. God, annoying. Smith and Wesson, they dropped "Let It Go." Song is great. Video is just, it's just, it's just a video to me. You know, it's just niggas in the street. It's like, it's like, it's whatever. But the video is dope. Uh, the song is dope. And lastly, Usher, Usher dropped "Peace Sign." And nigga, this video is boring. Usher, I don't care. That video boring as shit. Do something else. Try again, my nigga. That shit is boring. <laughs> All right, let's get into the albums this week, shall we? So, Suburban Cool, Suburban Raw, Suburban Dope, 
You know what it is. Uh, Suburban Cool this week. Vic Mensa dropped the Hooligans EP. Um, this EP is okay. It's just okay. Vic Mensa, again, I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know what direction you are going. I don't know, bro. I don't know. What do you want to do, my nigga? This, app, this EP is all over the place. You got reverse on here, and then like, like, oh, just what? What are you doing, bro? What the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't think you know what you're doing. That's the problem. That's the that's the real that's the real problem I have here is I don't think you know, and it's like my nigga, you wonder why niggas aren't listening to you because your music you're throwing shit at the wall, bro, and it's not sticking. It's not. There's a lot of features on here too. Which I'm not mad at, you know. The song, there's one song on here I fuck with a lot. That's the joint with G Herbo. That's the song called Rowdy. Very dope. Um, the other song you got on here with Ty Dolla Sign is also very good. It's a good song. But my nigga, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing, man? For real. Um, Kid Ink dropped an uh, EP called Miss Calls and. Somebody's going to have to explain to me who's listening to Kid Ink. Somebody got to tell me what's going on here. Why is Kid Ink a thing? Why is Kid Ink here? Um, what is this, man? What is this? That EP is super mediocre. It sounds like all his other music. Who is listening to Kid Ink, man? Yo, can some, like I need you all to help me out on this. I don't know who's listening. And I need I need to find out because I'm not a fan of kidding. I keep trying. I try to get into it. I try. I do. But come on, man. Come on. Come on. Really? Niggas at home are like, yo, you fuck with that new kid ink? Yo, that nigga kid ink though. But like niggas at home are putting kid ink in like, you know, in, in, in barbershop talk. Is that a thing? That can't be a thing, right? So if that's not a thing, then how the fuck is he still here making music, bro? How does that work? Somebody explain it to me, please. Please explain it. Nino. Nino dropped There's No Love After Sunset, the EP. It's cool. It's, you know, it wasn't it wasn't much. I thought it was going to be a little better. But, you know, it is what it is. And lastly, um, Tone Stith. He dropped... Uh, what the fuck is it called? Good Company is the name of the EP. Some yo, you guys, yo, some I'm gonna get better at at, at at not rushing these notes sometimes. And it's not even that I'm rushing the notes because I'm I, I give myself enough time to write the notes, but when I start writing shit, I just fucking write so damn fast. Cause I got it in my head and I wanna get it on the paper so fast. I'm gonna do better next year at taking my time. And just writing this shit out nicely so I can fucking read it for myself. I can't read my own handwriting sometimes. It's rough. <laughs> it really is rough. But Tone Stith, he dropped good company. And nigga, this is this is this is average at best, bro. It's average. Um Your voice, yes, it's good, but you haven't you haven't done anything to me that that says, oh, man, these niggas is talking about you. There's a reason why you aren't really out there yet. You just, you, like, you just, you you mediocre, my nigga. Simple as that. You mediocre, bro. Fix that. 
All right, Suburban Raw this week. Um, I put two there. Uh, my nigga Token, that young white boy, he dropped an album last week, and you know I didn't do an I didn't do an episode last week. But he dropped an ab- uh, an album last week called Between Somewhere, nigga. Great, it's great. Lots and lots of bars. This boy is so good. He's only eighteen years old. He's good, man. Really good. He's really Tech Nine influenced too. I like it. Um. This album is definitely, it's, uh, he's, you know, he's been in this industry now for about a year and he's just expressing what this game is to him right now. He's expressing how he feels, what he's going through. It's a very real album, but it's also super, super raw, really raw. So give that shit a listen. And also, um, last week, excuse me. Last week, um, Locksmith dropped um, his album called Ali, and just listen to that. That shit's super raw, super dope, super, super dope. Like, damn. So, yeah, give that a listen. All right. Suburban Dope this week. We got my nigga Carrie. Carrie dropped two this year, which I think is awesome. He dropped the Uh EP this week really fucking raw it's great so good carrie's dope yo i fuck with carrie so that is great um my nigga sean smith though who i'm i'm late on but better late than never uh he dropped um sink or swim um a sean smith story and nigga if you want to hear some real bars uh some great storytelling listen to this album it is good, man. The bars that this boy spits is nuts, bro. From drift to just swim. Um, the stories, you know, beef and broccoli is about a robbery at a um at a Chinese at a Chinese at, at a takeout. Like, nigga, this album is good. It's really good, and it's only ten songs. But it's forty two min it's forty one minutes long. So good. Beats bang. The bars are super duper slick though. Like my man is so nice with the pen and it shows. So listen to that shit. It's really fucking good. Okay. Big crit. Big crit dropped another single package this week. This one is called Trifecta. And I'ma tell you guys right now. None of us, and I mean none of us, including myself, none of us are prepared for what Big Crit's about to do next year. None of us. Every single, single package he's dropped, it's better than the last one. It's better than the last. None of us are ready. This shit here, it's only three songs. For the Three is what is, is the first song. Dope. 100, as in like, you know, should keep it 100. Great. But my favorite song on here, on this, on this three pack for sure, is the song "Energy." He flipped a Jill Scott sample in there, and it is so fucking fire. The Jill Scott flip is so fire. Big crit, my nigga. That shit is raw, super raw. So yeah, and then of course, 
I got to talk about my man Gucci because Gucci dropped an album last week. I couldn't get to it, but I've been listening to it nonstop forever. It's so damn good. Yo, how do niggas, how can niggas say they not feeling polished Gucci, yo? I like Gucci. I like, I like sober Gucci. I like Gucci not on drugs. I like it. He's still talking that shit, still getting his shit off, and he's still the fucking man. How can you be like, oh, I'm not feeling that. I like Gucci back in 2006. You like the fat ass Gucci all drugged up? Come on, man. Polish Gucci is fucking fire. Everybody need to know that. He's, he was skating on all these tracks, yo. All these tracks. Whether it be on God, Father's Day. My favorite out of proportion because he killed that fucking song. Um, the single for this album, Wake Up in the Sky with, with, with Kodak and Bruno. Come on, bro. Come on. The way he puts on for the younger for the younger trap generation out here. Um, the song with Kevin Gates, I'm Not Going, still one of my favorites. Hard. Uh, Mad Russian. Um, featuring Lil Skies, hard, you know, Migos is on here, Quavo's Quavo's on here, you can't even tell though, because Gucci's just so damn good, Gucci is great, you niggas need to stop acting like polished Gucci isn't the shit, polished Gucci is still smack you in the fucking face, what the fuck is wrong with y'all, like y'all are, y'all are bugging man, Gucci is nice, and, and, and Gucci sober he's really rapping and it's amazing don't get me wrong gucci's rapped he's been he's like you know he's he's got off before he's got off don't get don't get it twisted he's got off but right now this gucci this gucci is rapping like he's getting off like for real he really getting off it's almost like he's really trying to prove like no nigga i am that good I am that nice, and it is amazing, for real. So, that's all the albums this week for me. Um, lastly, uh, my nigga Zane, he dropped his album, and I'm not going to talk about it yet, because, truth be told, it's 27 fucking songs, and I'm just not, I'm not through the shit yet. But I will say this, after, um, you know, I've been, I've listened to 12 songs, 13 at the most, and... Out of those 13, I'm feeling six of them. The other seven, I'm like, okay, you don't need those. So I'm feeling like come come these next 14 songs I listen to, I'm probably going to be feeling maybe six or five of them, and you can get rid of the other shit. So Zane, rather than give us a 27-song album, you should have gave us a fucking a, a, a straight-up album, you know? 11 songs, 13 songs, whatever, however many you want. But 27, nigga, nigga, you doing too much. Zane, you doing too much, bruh. You need to figure that out. All right, so story time this week. You already know what it is. Um, so this uh, this week, this, this story time this week is definitely inspired by the homie, my homie Brent. Salute to Brent. Me and him had a conversation this week that was just had me laughing, had me dying. And I feel like we've all had those situations where we have let one one get away. 
You know what I'm saying? In my case, I have I have two that I let get away. So I'm about to tell you about them. So the first one is this young white girl. Um, her name was uh, Dakota. That was her name. Like, that was her name. Um, and I met her when I was 19, and she was 14 years old. So I wasn't really fucking with her like that, cause I'm 19 years old. Like I don't like nah. You 14, but yo, let me tell you something. This young white girl is built, my nigga. She built, and she's small. She like, she like maybe 4'11". 410 like she's small with this fat bottom like i'm talking fat bottom you know what i mean like that shit's stupid and when i got when when you know and we we would always like you know she would because she was uh one of her best friends like she basically lived with this girl her name was shannon she lived with her all like you know they were they'd known each other all their lives so she was always in there and shit and man when when she was about 20 years old and i was like yeah 24 25 around there um she lived with shannon and she lived like right down the street from me so me and dakota we would chill all the time you know we blow it down all that all the time it was great and one time i felt like she was trying to give me you know throw me vibes but i was like i don't know if i should do this nigga Cause you kind of young, but it felt like she was trying to throw me vibes. And lo and behold, she was definitely trying to throw the kid vibes, yo. But then she moved and then I never, I, and then like, you know, I would, I would still, I would still talk to her every now and then, but not like that. And it was like, damn, she gone. Now nah, she just gone. <laughs> sucks, yo. It sucks. This is the one though. This is the one for me that's like, ugh. So... There's this girl, um, uh, her name was Kim, and I actually know, I knew Kim back in high school. I was talking to Kim back in high school, so this is, I was 17 years old, and then me and her, excuse me, we came to, uh, we would always talk, like, we was talking, we was talking, talking for real, and I remember she had, uh, in high school, she had asked me out in high school, like, you know, to be like, you know, to be her boyfriend type thing in high school. And I was like, eh, no. And that was that. Right. And then come college, uh, you know, when Facebook was still dope, because now I don't know what the fuck Facebook is. Facebook is crazy now. But when Facebook first came out, um, it was cool to like, you know, get back in touch with, uh, with you know with 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 people and everything and me and her had gotten back in touch and i remember this because like this was i was in i was in college this was 07 so and i had a car i had a car i had my car down there in 2007 in college so i had my car down there and she was going to Oh man, what's, I, I think it was like, it might've been Frostburg. Like she went to the school. She, yo, her school was in the fucking mountains, straight up. Her school was in the mountains. Like my phone didn't even work out there. Like this shit was in the mountains, but I went out there. She had like a family weekend and I went out there to go be with her and her family for the weekend. And we were like really kicking it, really chilling. And I remember again, she threw the kid vibes and I was go I went at the vibes, but like her mother stayed over there. 
And then her sister also stayed over there that weekend. So I had to go sleep in a whole other room. And when she came into the room, like, you know, it was one of the things like she was like afraid to like stay with me. I wanted her to stay with me. If she stayed with me, niggas would have. Oh, I would I would have sealed that fucking deal. You better believe I would have sealed that deal. Um, But it didn't happen. And then the next day, you know, we had a nice little makeout session. And then I went back to school, I went back to Bowie. And then it just fell off. Like we like niggas just fell off. And then lo and behold, we come back. She come back around literally last year. She come back around and <laughs> she's actually living in Philly. And, um, you know, we got we rekindled and I was going to go out there to go see her in Philly and all that. But the thing was, I was being I was being I was on my offset shit because Nigga, I was in a whole relationship with, you know, with the girl that I was talking about in episode zero. And and then that girl found out that I was talking to Kim and then that never happened again. Like literally that like 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 in episode zero, that whole story of her, you know, going through my phone and looking at the Facebook messages and all that, that was Kim that was Kim and I haven't talked to Kim since and I and 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 I mean why and 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 why should I you know what I mean like I I I fucked up with that I fucked that up but damn it sucked it did it sucked and it's never gonna come back but at the same time where I'm at now in life and all that like I'm not even worried about that now but the conversation that me and Brent had it was like damn that just took me back. I feel like everybody has that one that got away. Maybe you got two that got away, but you got that one that's just like, damn, like I really could have had that and you didn't you didn't capitalize. So there's my faults. You tell me about yours now. <laughs> <coughs> Oh God! <coughs> I'm literally still fighting this cold. It's annoying. <coughs> it, I can't even call it a cold. It's just a, it's a cough. It's it's the worst though. But that story time this week. Uh, one more thing before I get out of here. Jacques, Jacques, whatever the fuck you want to say. He says he's the king of R&B. No, nigga. Stop it. Now, my thing is this. I don't think niggas should have got that mad at him. Okay? I he's just look, it's the confidence. You should have that confidence. You should think you're the king. You know what I'm saying? Remember when Wheezy back in two thousand eight said that he was the fucking best rapper not even two thousand eight, two thousand six. He was like, I'm the best rapper alive. Like Wayne said that shit. Like this is this isn't this isn't regular like you know this is regular shit but what made this funny was when he said he's the king of R&B all of a sudden all these R&B niggas start coming out the woodwork everybody everybody's coming out the woodwork oh this person and this person and this person and you can't you know you can't be and and look diddy made a great point you can't be the king of anything unless you have that fucking unless you got them sales nigga jacques 
You got what? A few mixtapes? Great. You have one album, bro. You got one album. You dropped one album. And you're the king of R&B now? Off that one album? That album ain't go platinum, nigga. You better know that. Not only that, if the white people don't know about you, then you ain't the king of shit, my nigga. That's how this goes. I've asked, I've asked, I could ask my white friends right now. I could ask some of them right now. I'd be like, you know who Jacquees is? They're going to be like, who? If they say, who's that? Guess what, nigga? You ain't the king of shit. You ain't the king of nothing, bro. The white people don't know who you are. So how you, how can you be the king? You out here in the hood? Yeah, you out here in, 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 in our culture? Yeah, that's great. But you ain't the king. Nigga, the king? Stop it. Cut it out, bro. And you niggas need to stop saying that Michael Jackson is the king of R&B, all right? He's not the king of R&B. He's the king of pop, okay? Why the fuck are y'all saying that? He's the king of pop. Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Stop saying he's the king of R&B. And you better stop saying R. Kelly's the king of R&B. Get the fuck out of here, all right? That's the problem we got with R. Kelly now, all right? Because he's still out here doing shit, making music, because you motherfuckers is like, yo, tsh. R. Kelly, man, he good. I mean, he did that shit with the girls, but fuck it, man, he good. No, nigga. No. R. Kelly should not be here. R. Kelly should be locked up. Okay? R. Kelly should have been locked up 15 years ago. But for some reason, you niggas just don't care. You just don't care about that. You just disregard that whole thing with him and the 14-year-old girl and all these other girls and, you know, the whole stable of of, 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 of young black women, you know, Pie Piper. You don't care about none of that, right? You just like, man, the nigga named, you know, nigga made ignition. Fuck that, nigga. Fuck that. Stop saying R. R Kelly. R, yo, I, I'm, I'm keeping that same fucking energy every time I talk about R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly, yo. Fuck him. The nigga may step in the name of love. Yeah, and then he went to go look for 19-year-old girls. Fuck him. Fuck R. Kelly, man. R. Kelly, you ain't the king of shit. You need to be locked the fuck up. That's what you need to be. You need to be locked up. Stop, stop giving R. Kelly this time, yo. Stop doing that shit. It's making me so angry that R. Kelly is still a fucking thing. It makes me angry that R. Kelly still can go on tour and get this money. What the fuck, yo? There's about to be a whole documentary on R. Kelly come next year, January 4th, 5th, and 6th, and you niggas is still going to go see R. Kelly in concert. I hate y'all, man. I hate y'all. I hate all of y'all. I do. I mean, yo, I'm not talking about what he did. I'm talking about fuck all that shit, man. Fuck that. Do you have a sister? Do you have younger cousins? If you do, then shut the fuck up. Because R. Kelly want to fuck your 18-year-old sister. How you feel about that? How you feel about that? R. Kelly will take your 18-year-old sister and be like, oh, yeah, come with me. Come live with me. And all of a sudden, now this bitch is brainwashed. And R. Kelly telling her when to get dressed and telling her when to speak and telling her when to fuck him. Because that's what the fuck R. Kelly's doing out here. He got a stable of bitches. R. Kelly is a goddamn pimp. Why are you all not seeing this? Why? What, what is the problem here? Because he made bump and grind? That nigga was on stage in 91 and 93 talking about fucking, I need an 18-year-old girl. What the fuck? 
That nigga let us know who he is early in the game. And you niggas is still fucking with R. Kelly? Word? Nah. Man, that nigga could sing, though. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. R. Kelly need to be locked up. Period. Lock his ass up. Throw away the fucking key. I don't give a fuck. Stop playing with me. Like, for real. Stop it. Stop it right now. All of y'all talking that R. Kelly shit. It pisses me off, yo. It makes me mad that we black people can just completely disregard pedophilia and fucking all this other disgusting shit out here. Nigga, stop it. Stop it. Stop claiming R. Kelly. Don't claim this nigga. Stop it. You niggas laugh at that Boondocks episode in 2006 in the first season when they put when they took R. Kelly to trial. Yeah, you laugh at that episode. Ha, that's funny. Ha, ha, he, he. There's a bigger story to that, yo. There's a bigger picture to that. Aaron Magruder was trying to tell you niggas in, st- in 2006, stop fucking with R. Kelly. He was trying to tell you that the whole fucking episode. But none of y'all understood it because you're too busy laughing. And I'm laughing too. I am. But then when that episode went off, I said, damn, yo. Damn. Damn, I don't think, nah. I think we should stop fucking with R. Kelly. Yeah. And then the next year, he may step in the name of love, and everybody's like, oh, R. Kelly not doing that no more. Yes, the fuck he is. He never stopped. If the if 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 you have if if your own if your own family members are saying that you're fucked up, maybe you should stop fucking with R. Kelly. R. Kelly's own brother is like that nigga fucked up. Stop fucking with him. Stop saying R. Kelly the king of R and B and all that shit. Ain't no king in R and B, nigga. Stop it. You niggas is all soft. Cut it out, yo. I don't got time for this shit. Y'all mad at Jacquees? Nigga, it's Jacquees. Who gives a fuck, man? Let him talk. He talking. Ignore him. That's what I do. I ignore him. Don't get me wrong. I like Jacquees' album from this year. I do. But guess what? It ain't no great. It's not great. It's cool. But it ain't great. If that boy want to say he the king, let him say he the king. We all know he's not. So ignore him. Ignore him. But you can't. And it's annoying. Cardi B and Offset, they're getting a divorce. And nigga, y'all are making me mad with this shit. My nigga. Cardi does not want to go back with Offset. If if she does go back with Offset, that's on her. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, Cardi a bird. You know, that whole... Oh, Okay, she's been trying to tell us for this whole time she a bird. All right, that's what that shit is. That's bird shit. All right, that's 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 thought talk right there. That's what that is. <coughs> but my nigga, offset, offset, nigga, nigga, nigga. I don't know what the fuck these these dumb niggas out here telling you talking about marriage. You know, marriage, you know, niggas cheating marriages all the time and you work through it and blah, blah, blah. Nigga, if you cheated, you cheated. That's what it is. I don't think she should stay with you personally. No, I don't think she should because you cheated and you cheated more than once before this shit happened. You cheated more than once. This is not the first time you've been in the media over this dumb shit. You've cheated before. 
you were caught with women in your hotel room before this. But now she's like, nah, I'm over it. I'm completely over it. I'm done with it. <clears throat> and now you're like, wait, no, take me back. I'm sorry, nigga. The line of the year is, <clears throat> I didn't fuck that girl, but I was entertaining it. Nigga. 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 My nigga. Offset. You're not fooling, you're not fooling nobody, bruh. A real one like me, you're not fooling nobody. You know why? Because how I started this episode zero out, nigga. I'm telling you right now, you would have fucked that girl, my guy. You was going to do that shit. You would have done that 100%. You know why? Because you've done it before. But the thing is, you do, like, nigga, what are you doing? And then the girl <clears throat> that, 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 that you was going to do this shit with, cash doll, whatever the fuck doll, whatever the fuck. Bitch, are you dumb? You got the nerve to say you didn't know that their marriage was serious. Bitch, it's marriage. The fuck are you talking about? It's marriage. They're married. They're married, bitch. I didn't know it was that serious. You stupid. If they got married, clearly it's fucking serious. You dummy. The fuck are you talking about? Come on, man. Come on. Offset, now you look dumb out here. I'm letting you know right now you look dumb. You went on stage. You interrupted her whole set at Rolling Loud yesterday. You interrupted the whole fucking set to go on the stage with a fucking take me back, take me back Cardi, a whole thing of all this shit. And you up there talking about, I'm sorry, bruh. I want to let, let you know that in front of everybody. I'm sorry, bruh. Nigga, you not going to get nobody back calling her bruh, my guy. The fuck are you talking about? What are you doing, my nigga? What are you doing? What are you doing? What you need to do is leave her alone. That's what you need to do. What you need to do is go raise your daughter. You need to do that. You need to raise your daughter. You need to be on some sort of good terms with her. But you need to leave her the fuck alone, bro. You need to leave her alone. Because you know what you're going to do if you get back with her? You know what you're going to do? You're going to do the same shit you just did. You're just going to do it a little smarter now. You know why? Because you a nigga. That's why. You ain't fooling somebody, man. You're not fooling me, bro. You're not fooling me. What I need you to do is be real with yourself. I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga. All right? I'm doing fucked up shit. That's what you need to say to yourself. And you know what? Maybe I should smarten up. And I need to do that without her. But I need to be a father to my child, too. Yeah, you need to be a father to your child. But you know what you need to do? You need to leave her alone, bro. Leave her alone. Nigga, that was embarrassing for you on that stage. That was embarrassing for her. She's over here headlining at Rolling Loud. She's headlining. And you interrupted her set with this dumb shit, bro. Stop it. And you niggas out here, 21, you my nigga, game. You had the nerve to say that Cardi B without Offset is like J without Beyonce. Nigga, what the fuck are you reaching at right now? What are you doing, my guy? What the fuck? That ain't even the same. That ain't. That, they're not even in the same league. What are you talking about? <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. Jay-Z had his issues. We all know that he cheated on Beyonce. Yes. And Beyonce, and they and they worked through it, and they got through it. Yes. I get that. Yes. But what I'm saying is this. 
What if what if Beyonce was like, nope. If Beyonce was like, nope, guess what? They're not together no more. That's just what it is. And Jay-Z still would have been here for his kids, definitely. But if Beyonce was like, nah, they're not going to get back together. But you guys got to stop this shit. T.I., stop it, yo. Cut it out, man. All you niggas out here cheating on your wives over and over and over. And you like, yeah, yo, that's just what men do, yo. We cheat and then we get over it. You know, then we work through it and then we keep on doing our shit. But we but but I love her. No, nigga. Then fucking stop cheating. Then if you love her, stop cheating. Then the fuck are you doing? All of a sudden now offset you out here talking about all I want for Christmas is Cardi back. You know what I mean? I was just, you know, I ain't fucked that girl, but I was entertaining it. And, you know, I just want to be with you and culture and I just want to be here. Shut your dumb ass up, nigga. You cheated. Live with that shit now. Live with it. <clears throat> she gone. And you know what? Like I said, if she takes you back, that's on her. That's on her. If she take you back, that's on her. But what I'm saying is if she take you back, she dumb. Because you're going to do the same shit again. You know why? Because you a nigga. That's why. You ain't fooling nobody offset. Especially me. Especially me. Cause I was going cause I was doing that dumb nigga shit. I was. But you know what I did? I owned up to that shit. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this shit no more. What I need to do is get my shit together and be a real fucking man to a woman out here. And then I'll be in a real fucking relationship. And you know what? That's what the fuck I'm doing now. The niggas I got around me, that's what the fuck they do, man. What the fuck are you doing out here? Going back and forth, running these streets with these dumb hoes. Talking about, oh, man, I don't love her, though. I just want to fuck her. Nigga, you stupid. Shut your ass up and go figure out your life, man. That's what the fuck you need to do. You over here feeling it right now because she's like, no, nigga, I'm done. And you like, wait, you're really done? Like, you're done done. It's like, yeah, nigga, I'm done. The fuck do you mean? Offset, leave her alone, bro. I'm telling you, leave her alone. And all you niggas out here talking that shit like, man, this is why, this is why, this is why relationships and marriage ain't the same no more. Because people don't want to work through shit. Nigga, if you are out here cheating on your wife, you need to get at, you, what the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck did you get married then? If you out here cheating on your wife, why'd you do that? If you work through it, okay, I understand that you work through it. But if you do that shit again after working through it, guess what? You a fucking nigga, and you should not be with her. That's what the fuck this is. That's what this is. Offset, leave her alone, bro. Just stop it. Just leave her alone. Let her, let her get her shit. Let her live her life, and you need to go do the same. And you need to really learn from this. And you still need to be there for your daughter. Yes, because you still have a daughter with her. Yes, but what you need to do is you need to keep it cordial with her. You need to keep it cordial and you need to keep it moving. If you want to get back with her, you got to prove that shit, nigga. You can't go on stage and be like, take me back, Cardi. The fuck? You can't have your dumbass nigga friends out here talking about chanting, take back Offset, take back Offset. No, nigga. Offset fucked up. Why are we not acting like Offset ain't fuck up out here? Right? Come on, bro. <clears throat> Come on, man. Y'all are killing me. <clears throat>
Y'all are killing me, man. That shit's stupid. Offset did this. We didn't tell him to do this. He did that. He don't have control of his dick. He did that. That's all I'm saying, bro. Offset, leave Cardi alone. Buju Bantan, welcome home. Walk like a champion. Talk like a champion. Yeah, Buju, welcome home. And uh, Kevin Hart, he stepped down from the Oscars. So, Leah, let's talk about it. This is my thing. This is my thing. Um, Do I think it's stupid that people were looking for shit for dirt on him from years ago? Yes, I do. I do. Um, Do I think the jokes that he said on the Twitter were funny? No, I don't. They were dumb. Uh, Do I think they were offensive? To some people, they probably were offensive. Yes, they're offensive. And being that I am a person that has, you know, I got people in my family that are gay and things like that. It's like, okay, I take offense to that. I understand. Now, if it's funny, it's funny. Okay, funny is funny. If it's funny, I'm going to laugh. All right. That's just what it is. All right. Eddie Murphy Raw, the nigga got a whole joke about, you know, gay guys wanting to fuck him and all that. This shit is funny. Okay, it's very funny. There, I've, I've, I've heard gay jokes before that are funny. If it's funny, it's funny. My thing is this. The shit wasn't funny, right? Fine. But it was... <coughs> the shit was 10 years ago. Nine years ago. It was nine years ago. Why are you talking about that shit now? If it happened nine years ago. If you look at who Kevin Hart is now as a person at the age of 40, he's not like that anymore, right? He clearly grew and evolved and he learned and that's that, right? So what the fuck, right? Now, here's my thing. Excuse me. And this is where I'm this is where honestly I stand with Kevin Hart. Do I think he should have apologized? Yes. I do. I do. I do think he should have apologized. Yes, I do. Um do I think that he should have he should have apologized because the academy told him to apologize because they're like, "Oh, you know, you're going to be the host, you know what I'm saying? Dance for us." You know what I'm saying? You got to dance for us now. Apologize, apologize. You know, you got to make that happen. I don't think he should have So the fact that he's like, no, I'm not going to apologize. I said those jokes. That was nine years ago. What the fuck is happening? No, I'm clearly not like that no more. But you all are telling me to apologize. No, I won't do it. I won't. I'm not going to do it. So they're like, yeah, but you have to. Because that's who because that's who they are. They're like, nah, you know, dance. Dance, monkey. Hit us with a jig. You know what I'm saying? Hit us with a jig. No, nigga, I'm not I'm not your fucking puppet. I'm not going to apologize because you told me to. If I apologize, it's going to be because I want to apologize. Now, do I think his apology was shit? Yes, it was shit. It was offensive. But also, that came not I, I'm not going to say the apology was offensive. It just the the apology came from it came from a place of anger because he he woke up to that shit. You know what I mean? He woke up to it. But here's the thing, nigga, do you really think that Kevin Hart was going to be a good host? Because I don't. And I'm a Kevin Hart fan. All right? I'm a Kevin Hart fan. 
Okay? I don't think he was going to do great. I don't think that was going to be something that that's going to be spectacular. Like, oh, my God, he was one of the greatest hosts ever. No, nigga. The fuck? No, I don't. So it is what it is. But my thing is this. Kevin, you got a lot to be thankful for out here. You you have done a lot. Your production company has done a lot. You still are out here a working machine. You will be just fine. Kevin Hart will be just fine. Ain't like he was making a fucking bag off of hosting the Oscars. You get like 20 grand for that shit. That ain't shit to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart got 20 grand in his pocket right now. He ain't worried about that shit. Fuck all that. But I tell you this, the Academy better, they, they better go ahead with that. Nah, you got to apologize because we told you to because you're hosting our show. Fuck that. Fuck all that. <coughs> and that's where. <coughs> and that is where I agree with Kevin. I'm not I'm not fucking apologizing because you told me to apologize. Fuck that. No. How about that? How about no? And y'all don't like that. Y'all got mad at that. And. You know, it is what it is, and we move on. Kevin Hart ain't losing nothing from this shit. He not losing anything. He's still out here killing on tour. The man was in Australia last week performing in front of 25,000 people. He's fine. He will be okay. My thing is, we got to stop doing this shit, this fucking culture of, finding bad shit and then throwing it back at people like yeah you said this and blah 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 that shit's not cool like that shit with nick cannon fucking pulling up all these dumbass white girls that we already don't fucking like niggas stop it bro sarah silverman been cut off amy schumer been cut off we don't fuck with amy we don't fuck with chelsea we been not fucking with them them tweets is old nigga we already know we don't fuck with them we don't like them why would you bring that up stop it all right you can't fight fire with fire stop it we need to do better how about that how about we do better you ever thought of that you ever thought maybe we should be above that shit not fucking go go you know go dig go you know go below the belt like they did fuck that man nick cannon that shit made me mad nigga the fact that you did that shit and you were like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. shut the fuck up nigga you fighting fire with fire. Stop it. <clears throat> what you need to do is hit up Kevin. Be like, yo, that shit, was, that shit was real. What you did was real. You know, if you don't want to apologize, you don't have to apologize. If you want to apologize on your own time, you can apologize on your own time. That's what Kevin did. But like I said, the apology wasn't the best because he was angry. He woke up to that shit. He was mad. He was mad. And the apology came off mad and angry. But nigga, I'm not apologizing because you all told me to apologize because I'm hosting your show and we're not going to have this. Shut the fuck up. <coughs> shut the fuck up. How about that? How about you shut the fuck up and let me live out here? And Kevin Hart will be just fine. He'll be fine. He not losing anything. He not losing anything. He had nothing to gain from this. Maybe more people will know about him. But the nigga already got like 50 million followers. Like people know about him. The nigga has sold out every single show on his world tour. The nigga niggas know about him. He's good out here. 
<coughs> so it is what it is. Lastly, this week, we got a few that got to eat a dick. So um, NYPD out there in Brooklyn, what you all did to that woman uh, and her baby, you snatched that woman's baby away from her after she was standing in that line for four fucking hours in this place trying to get her vouchers so she could take her son back to fucking daycare so she can go back to work. No, nigga. You don't fucking snatch no... What the fuck are y'all doing snatching a baby like that? And then you locked her up in Rikers for five days? What the fuck? Yo, NYPD, all y'all eat a dick. Every single one of y'all eat a dick. That was a female. And not only that, you were literally snatching this baby. You're snatching it away. You're, you're literally tugging and pulling on this baby. No. That baby's one years old. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Do y'all have kids? Would y'all want somebody to do that to your kids? No, you wouldn't, right? So why the fuck you doing that to this person's kids? You see, you niggas keep making it real clear that you don't fuck with us black people. You make it real clear. And you wonder why a lot of us are so angry out here. You wonder why. Because you do shit like that. That's why. That shit's fucked up, yo. That's fucked up. NYPD, y'all need to do better, okay? You're here to protect us. You're here to protect and serve. You ain't here to do that shit. Y'all came in there real gung-ho. Alright? I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that one bit. That's fucked. And then the fact that you put her in Rikers. You threw her in the jungle. And she was in there for five fucking days. You took her away from her baby. Nah. Nah. No. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. So NYPD out there in Brooklyn. Y'all can eat a dick. For real. Um, Nicki Minaj, woman, what the fuck is this new relationship you have here with a goddamn, with a goddamn person who is a rapist? What are you doing? <clears throat> and if you out here talking about, oh, he only did, you know, he did that shit when he was 15, 16. I don't give a fuck how old he was. He knew what the fuck rape was at that age. And he did that shit. And he was locked up for that shit. Okay. He was locked up. He's a goddamn sexual offender, all right? He's a sex offender, okay? He's a registered sex offender. That's fucked up. And you dating this man? Yo, Nikki, eat a dick, yo. Nikki, go get your whole entire life. I'm dead serious. Go get your life, yo. This whole year for you has been shit. And I'm already not a fan of you, but this shit you doing, this is some new shit. I don't fuck with any of this. Go get your fucking life, yo. For real. Go get your life. This is disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Get your fucking life. And lastly, Drake. The whole the whole shit with you and Kanye. Drake, eat a dick, my nigga. You gotta eat a dick this week. Cause you cause you 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 a real you you a snake a little bit, my nigga. You a snake. And you know it. And that's not cool. That's not cool one bit, bro. And you know that shit ain't cool. You know it. So that's why you got to eat a dick because you know what the fuck you did. You know what you did. I don't got to talk about it. You know what you did. All I'm going to say is, Drake, eat a dick because you know what the fuck you did. Period. So having said all that, that's how we're going to end this week. And this was my... (coughs) 
You're going to get two episodes this week. Like I said, I'm not going to tell you what the other one is. You'll just you'll find out when you hear it. And uh, yeah, man. My last episodes, these are my last episodes right here in Jersey, because tomorrow I will be driving to Maryland. I'm going to Maryland tomorrow and I'm going to go to Maryland and I'm not coming back here to Jersey. Yeah, that's happening tomorrow. It's kind of crazy. Not going to lie. I'm not going to get emotional on here. I'm not going to do it to y'all. I'm not going to do it because I'm going to hold out on that emotion when I give y'all my final episode of this year. That's when I'm going to just go in because wow. You know what I'm saying? Just wow. Like for real. Wow. I, this whole year I've just, just wow. I've wowed myself this entire year. It's amazing. So we're going to end it like that. Uh, you know where to find me. You know what it is at Suburban Dope on the, on the Instagram at Suburban underscore Dope on the Twitter. Um, I'm on the iTunes. I'm on the Stitcher. I'm on the SoundCloud. Uh, review. Shout out to my you know sh- uh, comment. Shout out to my cousin Morgan who lights up my comments. She makes sure my comments stay lit. Y'all need to be more like her because if you're more like her, maybe this will catch on a little bit. So you know. Do, do, do some more, do some more. I'm doing my part. You all have to now do your part. You get what I'm saying? You got to do your part. So Morgan, I love you always. I'm always going to love you. Not even just for this. Like I love you, period. You're my cousin. You always been dope. You've always been great. But the fact that you fuck with my show to this extent and you listen and you comment it man that shit that is that is amazing to me for real for real so be more like morgan niggas all right be more like morgan (laughs) having said all that you already know andrew barrow suburban dope uh i'll be back next week i'll be in maryland yeah i'll be in maryland next week Yes, yes, I will. I'll be in Maryland tomorrow, but next week I'll be recording in my apartment. So that's that. (laughs) I'll see y'all soon, man. Peace.